0: Good morning! We're going to read through Genesis chapter 1 today and see what we uncover. I'm reading from the world English Bible. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, darkness was on the surface of the deep and God's spirit was hovering over the surface of the waters. God said, let there be light and there was light. God saw the light and saw that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was evening, and there was morning, the first day. God said, let there be an expanse in the middle of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. God made the expanse, and divided the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above the expanse. And it was so. God called the expanse sky, there was evening and there was morning, a second day. God said, Let the waters under the sky be gathered together to one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. God saw that it was good. God said, Let the earth yield grass, herbs, yielding seeds, and fruit trees bearing fruit after their kind, with their seeds in it, on the earth. And it was so. The earth yielded grass, herbs yielding seed after their kind, and trees bearing fruit, with their seeds in it, after their kind. And God saw that it was good. There was evening and there was morning a third day. God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs to mark seasons, days, and years. And let them be for lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the expanse of the sky to give light to the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. God saw that it was good. There was evening and there was morning A fourth day. God said, let the waters abound with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth in the open expanse of the sky. God created the large sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarmed after their kind and every winged bird after its kind. God saw that it was good. God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. There was evening, and there was morning, a fifth day. God said, let the earth produce living creatures after their kind, livestock, creeping things, and animals of the earth after their kind. And it was so. God made the animals of the earth after their kind and the livestock after their kind, and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind. God saw that it was good. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In God's image, he created him male and female, he created them. God blessed them. God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the seas, over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God said, Behold, I have given you every herb yielding seed, which is on the surface of all the earth, and every tree which bears fruit yielding seed. It will be your food. To every animal on the earth, and to every bird of the sky, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. There was evening and there was morning, a sixth day. This is a, a great chapter of the Bible, but also a controversial chapter. And um, a lot of people think about origins and where did the world come from? And there's, there's lots of theories. Some people think that, that it's, it's you know too much of a miracle to have happened that way. God couldn't possibly have created the earth in six days. And uh, other people think, no, it it was created this way, just the way that the Lord said. Well, there's a few things that I have to say about this. First of all, when you or I create something, we create something out of pre-existing materials. So if I'm at home with my kids and I make a Lego house, well, I've already got the Lego blocks to start with. But what we're talking about is creation out of nothing. So this is real creation. And um, so everything that exists, it's it's here somehow. How did everything get here? We're not talking about the earth existing because there was pre-existing materials that have just changed shape. Everything has come from somewhere. And this is one of the most astounding things of all because it's proof that there is something beyond the natural Otherwise, there's no way you can cause the natural. Things can't just come from nothing unless there's something that's not of the same nature to them to have caused it. And that's our God. Our God is an eternal God. He's outside of time. He's outside of space. And the the scripture told us right there in Genesis 1.1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There, There we've got the beginning of time and the beginning of space, it's marvellous. <laughs> and so we've got right in the creation of the earth, a real creation, not just a creation of a thing, but a creation of the thing which the things are made out of. That's real creation, and God's a real creator. And you, you can't explain the existence of anything unless you have something that, that is outside of time and space to begin with, that is our Lord. And that's so fabulous to me. It's interesting to me also in, in, the, in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, the name for God here, which is Elohim, is plural. So God's described in singular, but the name for God used is plural. And this just says to me, right at the beginning of creation, how God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, he's a, he's a one God but he's a plural, he's a community with himself. And all parts of that community were at work creating everything that is. We know that the Bible says that God created the world. The Bible also says, like in Colossians, for example, that that all things exist because of him, that's Jesus. And then in the book of Genesis, it says the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. There's the Spirit. We've got the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, all of them working together in creation, that's the plural, right there. And that's our incredibly wonderful God at work. Now, some people think, oh, this creation story is just metaphorical. Well, it doesn't matter whether it's metaphorical, although I personally don't think it is. I'll tell you why in a second. But the fact is that God created everything. It's here, the earth is here. Um, And the proof that it exists means it had a cause and that's the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. So regardless of metaphorical or not, we've got here the fact that the earth was created by a wonderful creator. Thank God for that. Now all the way through the Bible, which we're gonna be exploring over the next four years, there's all different types of books. I told you in yesterday's video that the Bible is a mini library of 66 books, but one of those books, Psalms, is actually five books. So it's actually 70 books. And this mini library has all different styles. You know, you can go to your library and there's all different styles. Well, when you read a style, let's say you read the book of Revelation and it's all apocalyptic. It's all symbols and, and pictures. So you don't interpret that book literally. You, you do think, you do look at it and say, no, this is metaphors and similes and, and you know, analogies. and That's how you interpret the book. It's obviously that style. When we look at the book of Genesis, it's, it's a narrative, it's historical, that's its style. So I personally don't think this is a metaphorical creation of the world, it's not symbolic, it's plain language. It says this was the first day, God did this, A, B and C. <laughs> it's, it's literal. Now, of course, it's not written in the way that we would write history now, but it is written in the way that people thousands of years ago wrote history. It's written in their historical narrative style. So I'm 100% confident that what we've got here is a description of how God created the heavens and the earth. And I think that's really, really wonderful. If you think about it, it's impossible. How could something exist from nothing? How could anything exist at all? It's just impossible. But it's not impossible if you have a God to which all things are possible. And we do. We do have a God to which all things are possible. So I think the takeaway from this first chapter of Genesis is this. First of all, God is our creator. He created everything. Everything we see everything we don't see as well it's all his creation and the second takeaway is it's a miracle there must be a supernatural cause to it because the laws of nature themselves can't explain how it all got here so the laws of nature were created by the supernatural by the Lord God himself so father I ask right now that you would endure our lives with a love for God Fill us with an eye to see the hand of the Lord at work in us. Create in us the things that you want to create in us. Give us a heart that sees you. And let our eyes be open to see you at work. In Jesus' name.